Hello and welcome to an interesting choice on the Hound Dog Network. Each month, your intrepid hosts Martin and John review weird, terrible, or just plain interesting albums. Featuring special guest comedians, musicians, and civilians, this podcast dissects and inspects a whole bunch of curious production choices. These discussions are presented here without comment. Bar one. Hmm, interesting choice. It's August, it's Scotland, so you know what that means. It's the Fridge! <sighs> it's been a busy week. We are prepping for a whole bunch of episodes, including two live episodes. On the 15th of August, we have an episode with Brendan Burns, and on the 22nd of August, we have an episode with Aaron McGathy. Both of those are at 20 to 9 at venue 282, Woodland Creatures. But today's show, why am I talking about future shows? You're not from the future, you're from the past! It's been a long month, guys. Today's episode is great. It features the awesome Michael Redmond. You may know him from Father Ted. You may know him as Eamon. Jesus, his older brother. Or you may just know him from his Sunday service stand show. Sunday service stand show? Three S's? Yes! Uh, <laughs> it's been a long month, guys. Anyway, yes, today, Michael Redmond. What album are we doing? Good question. Let's look into your brain, John. Remember what kind of album it was. What kind of album? No, actually, you're looking for the artist, not what kind of album. Oh, I remember. That's right. Today's episode is Bruce Willis, The Return of Bruno. That's right guys, Bruce Willis made an album. We listened to it, now you listen to us talking about it. Let's roll! Today, we are doing Bruce Willis's The Return of Bruno. And we are joined by a very special guest. It is Mr. Michael Redmond. How you doing? Thank you very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Now, I don't know if you know much about this album. <laughs> are, are you a big Bruce Willis fan? I mean, I don't mind some of his movies, all right. The Sixth Sense was a good movie. Mm. Um, but I didn't, uh, I, I didn't actually realise he, he recorded an album. This is, was totally news to me. I'd seen him once at some gala where he got up and sang a song, some kind of Hollywood gala. Mm. I thought it was just for a joke, you know. <laughs> I didn't realise. Did he sing well at the gala? No, it was dreadful. No. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I thought he was just doing it as a joke. I didn't realise sort of... He actually thought of himself as a singer. I'm not I, convinced that this isn't a joke. That's what I was about well, to say. Yeah. Is this a joke? Well, Why I mean, did it, he do this? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it is a joke, but I'm not sure he thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like he saw the funny side of it. Yeah. I know he did, like, uh, apparently, I've never watched it, but he did, like, a HBO special yeah. Pre- yeah. playing, like, himself as a musician called oh. Bruno Radolini. Really? Yeah. Gave himself a fake name. <laughs> he isn't even even he's an Italian. He's a German extraction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, seems, from. it seems like this entire project yeah. is like yeah. ego stroking for him. Oh, totally. Because yeah. it's like yeah. released on Motown Records. Mm. Like really yeah, a good serious? record label. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah. I can believe that he just paid them like to do this. Everybody involved in this yeah. should get wads. Well, I'd, of say, cash I'd say the musicians were paid very well. Otherwise, they wouldn't <laughs> be too keen. But yeah, did you just watch the uh, the HBO special? I didn't. No, I was yeah. thinking about it, but did I, you? I started watching it. It I is, didn't know it existed. It's Spinal Tap. It is, is it just a, Spinal Tap. It's just a blatant rip off of that. It came was out this, like three years after Spinal Tap. So, so this is this is post Return of Bruno. I take it is it the, 
HBO I, special. I'm not the HBO I don't know special came out in '87. Yeah, this this was all in one. I think like right, they yeah. were doing this okay. HBO special, and then the album <laughs> was all in one. Go in case somebody found out. Don't leave a gap. Don't let them know about <laughs> yeah. it. They won't. They won't sign off you the video everything at once. Yeah. But there's as much as you can before anybody <laughs> listens. There's like music videos in it, so like you can go and listen uh, and watch those. There is. Can you not do that? <laughs> you can not do that as well. Yeah, I recommend yeah. not doing that. Yeah. There is like a great cast in it though. There's like um, Bruce Mike, Willis, Bruce Willis, <laughs> Michael J. Fox, Elton John, Ringo, the Bee Gees, Ringo. John Bon Jovi, John mm. Baez. Really? So Ringo's in there saying like, "Yeah, Bruno, uh, he he's uh, he started the Beatles. He introduced me to John." Like that's oh, in the a, movie. So it is a joke then. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll spend, unless, literally spend all time. Well, Ringo's in on the joke. Uh, unless Ringo's Is lost he? it completely and he does believe Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> unless that's true. That's that's just a all, fact. All of it's actually true. Yeah. The Bruce Willis persona yeah. is the fake part. Mm. He yeah. also, in uh, one of the music videos, like because there's live performances in it as well, he's wearing a baseball cap. Now, the brim of this baseball cap is four times the oh, size. Then it at needs least. to be, a, yeah. Was that an 80s thing? I don't remember this. I don't know why brimmed uh, hats were ever a thing. Mm. Yeah. It's like long brimmed hats. Mm. But yeah. I, I, I have no idea. Mm. But yeah, this album reminds me a lot of a Rastafarian man's hair. Dreadful. Oh, <laughs> oh like that joke? First, <laughs> first pun of the evening. Yeah. It's, it's a very recursive joke. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that this was uh, Bruno was Bruce Willis's nickname from his bartending days, apparently. Oh, really? There's a bit of IMDb yeah. trivia for yeah. you. How is that a nickname? I don't know. Bruno. Is it the Bruce? same length as Bruno? Yeah, it's Bruce longer than Bruce, which is one. Bruno uh, sounds kind of a hard man as well, doesn't it? Mm. You know, Bruno. I can't. You don't not mess with Bruno. <laughs> I, well, you say that, I can't not think of the Sasha Baron Cohen film anytime I hear Bruno. Yeah. And that's <laughs> not a very threatening character. No, no. Um, also, I think there was not a few Brunos in um, sort of mafia kind of films. I think there was a few. Bruno's a very sort of bruiser yeah, name. Yeah. I think it's just because it starts Frank with Bruno. Frank Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the producer in this album is called Robert Kraft. Probably not heard of him, but he wrote Under the Sea, hmm. like the the Disney the Disney All right. song. And I've heard a good thing about Kraft work. Well, I suppose if, if he's offered the work and his money, probably you know. Okay, I can believe everybody is doing this for money. Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody, apart from Bruce, Will- Bruce apart Willis. Bruce Willis actually thinks it's good. Yeah. I feel like he's like a twelve-year-old Richie Rich, just like well, living is, in a fantasy where he's this a singer. Is, this is pre-Die Hard. This is like John McClane warm-up music, mm, basically yeah, yeah. mood lighting. Because mm, I'm not sure how successful he was. Well, he wasn't. There hasn't been a re-return of Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want to return the return of Bruno. Uh, but yeah, let's just move on to the album, then, yeah. I guess. Okay. Um, so the first track is called Coming Right Up. Th- this is a sort of mm. weird narrative. I feel like I want to hear this intro. I mean, that just lets you know you're in for a bad time. <laughs> what 80s movie is this the intro to? And is it every single one? <laughs> it certainly sounds like it. He's the whitest sounding man in the world doing <laughs> R&B. All of the lyrics of this is are so weird. Like, he's a waiter in it. He starts coming on to this customer. All right. 
which in and of itself well, he's, he's serving proxy. drinks he's saying mm. your drinks coming right up yeah but the very mm. first line is weird are you alone don't be nervous yeah. I feel like if you tell someone not to be nervous, well, they should be nervous. Yeah, well, a lot of people that would work with him, you'd be, you would be nervous. If, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's such a big movie star. I saw one, uh, there was a comment on YouTube, it was the song I had, but I mean, it's not really related to the song. He said, there's some comment from a punter who'd been listening. He says, I know some people think this cheesy 80s stuff, but to me it's great. It brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible childhood he must have. <laughs> Five stars. So, would so return so, again. Yeah. So he's a bartender in this, this song. Uh, so he's saying, need a match on the double. Sulfur preparation. Sulfur preparation. That's no trouble. What gross drink is he making? <laughs> Sulfur preparation. Oh, I thought yeah. that was just like a weird technical word he was using for a match. It's probably, he probably is just trying to sound cool, yeah. Sulfur mm. preparation. Yeah, ah, sulfur's just, cool. Yeah. yeah, It sounds like yeah. kind of Captain Beefheart line. <laughs> yeah. Like Captain Beefheart would call a match sulfur mm. preparation. There's also another weird line which is like, what's that? Am I free later? Let me put it this way. Does a comet leave a crater? Mm. Does which a, Does a comet leave a crater? Comet. Oh, does comet. a comet leave a crater? Which I initially thought as, like, if a comet was on a crater, does it leave it? So I was really confused by this. <laughs> and only 20 minutes ago did I realise that it was, oh, a comet makes when a crater it when it hits something. Mm. So for you, this was very difficult to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot in this first song <laughs> about comets and space and sulphur. <laughs> yeah, th there's also a line, like, um, about the girl leaves a map to her house on a $10 bill. Is that a thing that happened before I Google think Maps? So. I don't think so. I'm sure that. I've seen that in a movie. Leave, um, a, leave a map of where you live on a So, like, they have, like, a wee mm. felt tip and they'll, uh, you I'll know, draw, draw like, a little yeah. wee... Yeah, I kind of remember things like that in old films, yeah, yeah mm. before before Google, yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. this is how you... Yeah, mm. I feel like that would be box. so inaccurate it would be almost unusable. Yeah, and also yeah, use a... going all over the place, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> also use a $1 bill. Oh, yes. Not yeah. $10. I think she's trying to imply she's very rich. Mm. Yeah, but jump ahead to the end of the song where he goes round and mm. he presses the buzzer. And uh, is she on the 69th floor? Or I think she's on the 99th floor, but I like the reference to the 69th mm. floor. But uh, Bruce Willis buzzes and then says, Baby, it's Bruno. I'll be right up. <laughs> Rather than saying I'm here, com rather than saying coming right up, yeah. which yeah, is the yeah. whole—that's the refrain of the song. I I was in one mind to consider whether the coming right up was a sexual reference to getting an erection. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Rather not think about it. It's a bombastic start to the album <laughs> for not, sure. Let's not think about it. Move mm. on to the next one. Respect yourself. Oh, that's the one I have. Yes. Mm. My thoughts exactly, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Don't do this album. Yeah, if you, I mean, yeah, once you listen to it, you realise if you respected yourself, you wouldn't really record the song, you know, or the it, album, in fact. You wouldn't sign off on this project. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I mean, this song is like, um, apparently it's wrote from the perspective of like, like civil rights, like it's about oh, right. the black community, like after getting civil rights, yeah. like for like trying to talk about like violence in the community and he's wholesale appropriated that for this album what better spokesman than yeah. the very white uh, bruce yeah. willis yeah by luther Ingram. but i mean he's never he's never has been involved in black rights before and i think it's just sort of apparently sort of, he's just a republican yeah i'm sure he is yeah he has every look of it as well isn't he mm. angry bald white man yeah. <laughs> 
on to the next one. Hmm. I feel like you have to play this intro. This is down in Hollywood. Down in Hollywood. Play the intro. Yeah, it's spoilers. Yeah. Rude horns. And then. <laughs> oh yeah. Little chuckle. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I'm thinking two things on this song. Like, first of all, fair enough. This is something hopefully Bruce Wells can talk about. It's about Hollywood. I'm yeah. also thinking it's incredibly long. <laughs> it's like five minutes it's and a half. It's so long. long. It's so yeah. repetitive. It just becomes a yeah. dirge. Yeah. That was an old. I think that's an old song down in Hollywood, isn't it? I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think it's a Ray Cooder song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A lot of it. A lot of this album yeah. is covers, apparently, apart from one song yeah. which we'll come on to. Because you don't know he's written his own song, has he? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you may be able to guess it at one point. Uh, will, yeah. This one's certainly a cover. There are some people who aren't, aren't very good singers, but he can't. He can't sing at all. I mean, he's just no. He, if he's not talking, he's just shouting. That's all I mean. There's, mm. no, there's no notes coming out at all. He says, he says but you know, when you have a dental anaesthetic, and at first you don't try to speak because you know mm. nothing is going to come out. But then after about a sort of an hour or two, you think you could give it a go, but it still doesn't work. <laughs> That's what he sounds like in every song. So it's like, Bruce, can you sing? <laughs> I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah, Let's see what comes go. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean... I can't believe, does he actually sit back and listen to that album and not realise that he can't sing? It's like, oh, Is he that deluded? Is he, could, could anybody be? He should like, be locked up if they're that deluded, really. I feel like there is a whole subculture of um, rich actors. Mm. Like, um, mm. is it Russell Crowe, I believe, also has a band. Has he? And an oh, album. Oh. And... Uh, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Yeah, Hugh Laurie's was okay. The, I never listened. To it, it. it was okay, but he was. Yeah, he was trying. To, I mean, he, he could play the piano, but he tried to do a blues voice. And I mean, he, mm. he could sing a little bit. I mean, it wasn't anything mm. like Bruce Willis, but <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's from Highbury, and you can't really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can't really infuse sort of My lady a, left the roots me of black music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, some lyrics from this uh, are. Well, did you hear the good news? There's going to be some bad blues. This album. This album is bad. <laughs> yeah. Someone sat was down a and played prophecy, it all night it? long. <laughs> well, speaking of prophecy, there's a line in this song where yeah. it says, Bing, take me down to Vine Street. Presumably talking about Bing, Microsoft's um, <laughs> oh, mapping right. service. Yeah. I thought you meant Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Bing Crosby. Yeah, I feel like in that dynamic, <laughs> Bruce Willis should be taking Bing Crosby down to Vine Street. No, because Bing's drew a little map on a $10 oh, bill. Yes. Like, it's down here, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I noticed that looking through, you can see the musicians. They kind of... They're trying to put a bit of enthusiasm, but you can see they know this oh, is shit. They are carrying his ass throughout this album. I think he plays harmonica later on. Well, yes, I that, believe that, that, he does. That, yeah, twice, in fact. Yeah, <laughs> and the band are tremendously tight and driving, mm. and he mm. is not doing good. No, he has some bizarre, I mean, it's more a visual thing, but I don't know. He has something in his hand, but it doesn't look like harmonica. It looks like sort of, I don't know what it is. You can just see something sticking up and then, then it goes to his mouth and you realise it is a harmonica, but it's, yeah. oh, that's uh, it's, it's not a normal looking harmonica. Uh, Maybe it's like a prop and there's a guy off stage doing the thing. Well, no, no, there wouldn't be because the playing is dreadful. So if they do something <laughs> off stage, they would have got somebody who could actually play the harmonica. <laughs> Yeah, why did we go to the bother of making a prop and then getting yeah, a guy yeah. who can Look play off shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Well, on to the next one then. Young Blood. Blood that's very new. 
The youngest of the bloods. Mm. That song is chilling. Yeah, young blood can't get you out yeah. of my mind. It's got to be a blood clot in the brain, right? This song is about Bruce Willis's paedophilic tendencies. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely is. John, it was a different time back then. <laughs> yeah, you were allowed to do that sort of thing. Then, yeah. yeah, and today's a bit problematic. Of, a bit culture. of harmless fun. <laughs> <laughs> with the girl with the yellow bow in her hair. Yeah. I feel like just having a bow puts you in a certain age range, which is suspect. Yeah. They are just, there's like a chorus as well, backup singers, mm. and they're all just like salivating over this young they're girl the aggressive. whole time <laughs> and seeing like young blood. And towards the end, one of the courses at the end, one guy just pipes in and says, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to clarify. <laughs> like, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Well, one of the final lines is, she's the one, she's the one, let's take a walk, sugar. Just get in the car. <laughs> he just drops the pretense. <laughs> like, whoa, uh, did he just abduct that girl? Get in the car, I'm the adult here. <laughs> when was this recorded? 87, I believe. It was a different one. <laughs> a very different one. Let's take a walk, sugar. Just get in the car. Like, just give it up. Get in the car. <laughs> it's quite it? catchy though. You better leave my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dad. You don't want to mess with him, he sounds very large. <laughs> yeah, because bass voices do imply like being very large. <laughs> I'm a giant. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did you see the video of that though? He's No. He's wearing he's wearing white sunglasses and it looks like a sort of a dressing gown or so, some kind of a caftan cup dressing it's, it's bizarre. It was actually quite Sunglasses, I mean, you can't see his mm. eyes. That's All just, right, okay. Quite Chilling. Quite. <laughs> Chilling. I feel like he's he's wearing a disguise, <laughs> which fits with the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get in the car. Get in the car, you can't judge me from my eyes because of that. <laughs> now, what colour were the suspect's eyes? I mean, has, has, have you ever seen white sunglasses? I mean, are, the, but it seems like a never, bad choice. Never. It's bizarre. I'd never seen it before, but it looks, it looks, it looks like sort of some really scary kind of... I feel like that know, zombie combined, type <laughs> combined with the baseball cap that had the like yeah. quarter, like four times length. Oh, he's room. a vampire then. He's yeah. not like hiding yeah, from maybe. the sun. Uh, on to the next one. Uh, under, under the, the boardwalk, yes. I mean, this is very boring. Apparently, it was like the most popular one. Like the yeah. single did well yeah. on it. It's just because it's a well-known it's a well-known song. song. It's, a, well, it's a classic, isn't it? It's the, a really good yeah. song. Yeah. He's just murdering it. This is like a karaoke bootleg version. Yeah. Of mm. There are yeah. some songs he shouldn't be allowed even murdering. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> there should be some songs that are protected. Species. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Protected from Bruno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's much like the RSPCA. Yeah. <laughs> they come in and they yeah. check out what's yeah. happening in the studio. They're like, okay, let's see your records. What are you recording mm. today? Bruce Willis is doing <laughs> Under the Boardwalk. <laughs> no. Shut it down. Can't Shut it, it down now. He just grabs the sheet music. Get in the car. <laughs> You're my song yeah. now. Just get in the car. Boardwalks are on beaches, aren't they? Yeah. So, I mean, mm. why would you... Take your girlfriend to a beach and then yeah. take her under a boardwalk. Well, can we get on to what's going on under the boardwalk? Because yeah. above the boardwalk, there's like pubs and restaurants. You can have a walk. 
Why are you going under the yeah, boardwalk? It's bizarre, yeah. I feel like there's only gross stuff happening yeah. under the boardwalk. Unless you're like teenagers and stuff, mm. and you're you're smoking yeah. and you're one hide yeah. and you've got your girlfriend. But I mean, it sounded quite innocent <coughs> when the drifter sang. Sang, you weren't thinking, oh, this no, is strange. No. When he sings it, it sounds a little bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because and it's a continuation from having just abducted uh, yeah, the yeah, child, a young blood woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah. one of the lines, I'm not sure if this is in the original, is uh, like now from the sand, you hear the happy sounds of a carousel. Ooh, you can almost taste the hot dogs and French fries they sell. Yeah. That's the least romantic lyric I've ever heard, I think. <laughs> French fries and hot dogs. Yeah. Come on, we'll go down the boardwalk, okay. we'll get some hot French dogs fries and, French and fries. hot dogs. Yeah. It's like that Scott Scott Aukerman, the comedian, uh, had uh, brought up that um, Frank Sinatra in one of his songs, oh, yeah, yeah. there's right. a lyric... Um, it's talking about like going back uh, with his wife or girlfriend or whatever yeah. back to his place and it's like, oh, we'll start a fire, we'll get a glass mm-hmm. of wine. And it's like, make a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a line. it's just so out well, of context. But the thing is, so many songs, lyrics you can take the mic out because they're obviously they've sort of run out of how are we going to rhyme with that and they just, you know, just say, I don't mm. do, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about pizzas anymore. and hot dogs, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs and yeah. French fries. It's, it's getting too late, just, just put that one in. <laughs> On to, on to the next one, which is Odds. Mm. Secret, Secret Agent Man. Man slash James Bond is back. Mm. This often appears on mistaken lyrics websites as Secret Asian Man. <laughs> which is a Secret Asian weird Man. Weird <laughs> Yeah. Like, someone's secret? Yeah, he doesn't want to know he's Chinese. Yeah, this is kind of a combination of two songs. It's a combination of the James Bond theme tune and mm-hmm. Secret Asian and Man. And the song. Which or sound I, effects as well. I feel like he maybe said, like, I want to do, like, the Bond theme tune, and someone played it. It was like, no, not that one. The mm. secret, yeah, whatever. And then <laughs> yeah. he just mashed it into one song. Like, he wanted to be... He wanted to be Bond, like, and he wanted yeah. to do the theme yeah. song as well, yeah. maybe. I'm sure he did want to be Bond. Mm. I suspect he probably... He's so deluded he still wants to be Bond. <laughs> I think that he would have been an interesting Bond. Yeah, yeah. also a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the funny thing about this song is that like I feel like Secret Agent Man is like kind of making fun of mm. like that genre, but it's really serious. Like the serious keys in the background. <laughs> he does like a, a harmonica like mm. version of the James Bond. Song. This, this, this is the first one was harmonica, I think, isn't it? This is the first. I song. think it I must think be one of yeah. the first yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, that must be if Bond got captured and he's in jail and he has a harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's like songs and in the sound effects. There's like a car driving. There's crickets, and mm. it's like, mm, the response to this album. Then there's gunshots and a man falling down. I'm like, ah, my response to this album. Oh, well, I mean, I, I'll play you the intro here, because I know what I thought. We'll hear a lot of those props. And then... Crickets. open the door very deliberate door opening good foley work in this yeah. album yeah, how many takes that took <laughs> cut 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 all wrong you're opening it wrong <laughs> whoa guess did he just shoot the dog <laughs> it sounded more like sort of somebody hunting you know a pheasant or something like yeah sound like a, a, a pigeon yeah, up yeah. Or something. <laughs> and like the haunting theme of a harmonica <laughs> so when, when does the harmonica come in this one Oh, it just I think that was right there. the intro there. Yeah. That. Oh, that was... Yeah, that's, 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 that's mild compared to some of the later songs, a couple of the later ones where he plays harmonica. Yeah. 
please, actually, in many inverted <laughs> commas. Or he puts it to his mouth. <laughs> you know how to play harmonica, don't you? You just yeah, you put just, it to your lips yeah, and, and blow. blow yeah. I feel like he never actually played harmonica. They just like held a harmonica in it's front one, of him. It's one of those instruments. Really I think people close. think. You know, it's because you just kind of. It's, mm, be yeah, it's really easy. They think they can. You know, yeah, just do it. You know. uh, well, let's go on to the next song. Jackpot brackets. Bruno's bop. Oh, this is the harmonica. This is the harmonica. I think we should have a listen to this. You definitely have to listen to the harmonica. This is the song that Bruce Willis is credited with co-writing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any lyrics. It's just all his harmonicas. Well, there's uh, like a wee fight about the harmonica yeah. at the start, so maybe that dialogue is what oh, he's getting right, credit yeah. for. Yeah. Now? Okay. Now? It, now. It's terrible, too, because he's... The sketch that he's doing at the start, he's, he's not ready to play. Yeah. yeah. And then... He's trying to fake out when the yeah. band come in, I think. Yeah. I think. And then they mess that up, and then they have to do that again. They have to pretend he's not ready again. <laughs> As musicians actually getting pissed off. Do it now. <laughs> do it now. We want to go home. Shooting Bruce Willis. <laughs> do it. Here we go. <laughs> the band are so tight coming in there. <laughs> yeah. Makes me really happy. They're just blocking the harmonica playing. <laughs> this, this is the exact same tempo where like an old man like we'd be sitting in a chair you know in a movie and then the music would start playing and then he'd start tapping his yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then he'd start yeah. tapping his hand yeah. and then 30 seconds later he's break dancing on the <laughs> yeah. dance floor yeah. whatever tempo this is that's that tempo yeah. mm. well I'd like to actually play the um, sax solo at 2.35 because it's even the sax solo the, the band are pretty tight throughout but this sax solo is really poor I feel like it's gave up it's probably Bruce Willis playing the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, give me another instrument. Yeah. Let's see I can, what my mouth can do. I can, can blow do. into anything. <laughs> yeah, that's but. Oh, well, Bruce Willis is speaking there, so. <laughs> He's probably dumb himself speaking to himself. This is almost like the sixth sense. Turns out Bruce Willis was the saxophone <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> 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 Then he says only in America for some reason. There are only saxophone yes. solos in America, apparently. Yes, yeah, yeah, you can only play saxophone solos in America. Yeah. By law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like the perfect Did symbol. He, was, was that just totally random, only in America? Wasn't it a reference to any of the previous None lyrics? of the lyrics <laughs> at all <laughs> refer to like It was probably from one of his films or something. Just, <laughs> just uh, only in America. Only in America could Bruce Willis make this sort That's of album. exactly yeah. what I was about to say. Only yeah. in America could Bruce Willis, yeah. a fundamentally untalented musician, yeah. make like yeah, a probably. Motown album uh-huh. with like professional studio <laughs> musicians. <laughs> yeah, and the man was... who wrote Under the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> if it was in Russia, he probably would have been such the salt mines after yeah. that. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would have disrespected <laughs> the... Proud working yeah. tradition. Say what, say what you want about the Russians, but they know how to keep their actors yeah, in check. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Putin. <laughs> yeah. uh, on to the next one. Yeah. Fun time. A title that does not deliver. 
The song is like water, it's substanceless and formless and meaningless. <laughs> they should have called that album Fun Time and then put a big cross through it. <laughs> <laughs> and then ju- just crossed out the fun and yeah. it's time. Technically yeah. it takes time. Te- technically it's time, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I felt the time pass. <laughs> yeah, on to the next song. Uh, yeah. Lose Myself. Eminem. That's all I'm going to say. This Please is expand on that. You have to, yes. You've lost me on that. Lose one. Yourself? That's an Eminem song, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it okay. I thought you had something else rather no. than just seeing the title <laughs> of an Eminem song. I can't well, thought- an Eminem song is the same title as this. Is your contribution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Usually you would have an Eminem uh, thing. That's why I was kind of looking to you seeing Eminem. I thought you might it's have It's a good thing note. it didn't have one and like you didn't ruin the punchline <laughs> of a joke. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, wait wait let me just delete this yeah this is quite a proggy song I thought like this sounded like quite a Peter Gabriel type song like the guitar riff at the the start sounded kind of nice didn't sound like it should be on this album though I mean I I barely remember this song to be honest like it's I remember having to listen to this album at least twice and on one of the run throughs Mm. I I listened to this whole song and I was like oh I'm done I looked at it and made no notes about this song. <laughs> I had not noted in. Yeah, that's all I have to say in this. Yeah, yeah. Eminem, Peter Gabriel. Let's move on. <laughs> well, let's move on to the final song, Flirting with Disaster Then This is like an awful <laughs> 80s Vice City song. <laughs> this album is Flirting with Disaster. Yeah. Flirting. Well, yeah, just, yeah. That's what it should be called. Yeah. The Return of Bruno Flirting with Disaster. Yeah. But with a big cross through Flirting with. <laughs> yeah. And like date raping. <laughs> yeah. Flirting with Disaster and also Bruce Willis is maybe a pedophile. Yeah. Hey, album, get in the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, get out of the car because you're a bad album. Mm. It's good. I've got lyrics here. In the eye of the hurricane, the thrill is always worth the pain. Is it? <laughs> uh, is it oh, worth <laughs> Like, because uh. the centre of the hurricane is just regular. Like, it's just a regular day. Like, Mate. why would you... John, <laughs> don't discriminate people who are sexually attracted to hurricanes. How would you know you're in the centre of a hurricane? Is what I mean. Oh, you'll know. <laughs> would you? <laughs> because of the pain, apparently. Yeah, there's a good guitar solo on this. Hmm. Um, I haven't got the that chorus is pretty good. There is, like, a, there's a lot... And again, this is like critiquing the lyrics, so unfair. But there's a lot of metaphors oh, going on in this song because mm. he's talking about cars, so he's got cars going on, and then he starts talking about fires and matches, and then he starts talking about he's ships. Bringing back the sulfur and first mate and anchor. <laughs> back. Yeah. He's like, call call back. back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and then he gets onto the hurricane stuff. It feels mm. like they should just pick one metaphor. And yeah, just like, this is the hurricane song. You're the eye of the hurricane. Just really wet and windy. <laughs> the song's about disaster. Uh-huh. <laughs> so hurricanes, matches, <laughs> etc. Yeah, etc. Yeah, then it ends on the line: paradise or suicide. You might as well enjoy the rides. Mm. No, <laughs> like oh. that's not a choice. Oh, I'll enjoy suicide now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably the worst album I've ever heard in my life. It's total to garbage. Like, there's no redeeming mm. qualities in it. No, nothing. I no. mean, the band are playing fine, but you can get that from any album, really. Yeah, yeah, you can hear good Especially musicians. from any other Motown album. <laughs> like, why is this is on Motown? <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> Motown, more problems. It was probably when we're Motown at that stage, kind of fading out a bit. So they probably thought, oh, if we have a Bruce Willis, mm. we might get some finances back or something. Yeah, probably, I'm sure there was some the some motive. Yeah, yeah. They're like, mm, how can we? They, they must album? have known it was shite, but I mean. 
just thought, well, maybe we can... Yeah, like you're, earlier we're talking about, surely Bruce Willis listened to this and was like, this isn't yeah. good. Fair enough if he yeah. just doesn't understand. Surely Motown <laughs> Records listened to <laughs> yeah. this album and they signed off on it apparently and released <laughs> it. They're like, yeah, this sounds good. Yeah. Maybe probably with the level of enthusiasm you delivered there. Yeah, this sounds good. They're probably yeah. desperate, yeah, that's all I can think of. During the 80s, I guess it was kind of the end of Motown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a different time. <laughs> it was at a very different time. <laughs> Did you see this was before Die Hard? I mean, it was, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a year before Die Hard. It so was he Bruce Willis' warm-up music. What films was he in before? He was in uh, Moonlighting, was, like that TV yeah. show. I don't think he was very well known, So, but that made me even more surprised when I was watching the HBO special yeah, and they'd roped in, like Ringo yeah. and all the Elton yeah. John. Like, how would they agree I have, to I have like, heard yeah. that apparently he was considered more of a comedic actor before um, Die Hard. All right. Hmm. Apparently, Moonlighting has some comedic elements to it. I've never watched it, to be honest. But what was Moonlighting about? I'm sure I saw him in a sort of semi-comedy one already. It could have been that one. Wait, is oh. Moonlighting not about him being a bartender? I, no, I think he's a PI or something. Right. Okay. But uh, he was on a like he was in um, Hudson Hawk, which has a comedy element yeah. to it. Would have that, to wear a name like that. <laughs> but that also has a scene where he's singing in it. <laughs> like he's singing with them. Um, he's been building up to this for years, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's singing with Danny Aiello. They're doing a duet. Mm. It's an insane film. <laughs> All the signs were there. Yeah. And nobody stopped them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was the album. Um, so, what we usually do is like rate the album. We rate mm. it based on two things. Okay. The first thing we say is like whether we liked, disliked, hated, or loved the album. Yeah. Then we say whether we think the artist achieved what they wanted with the album or not. <laughs> Just because they're different <laughs> questions. Oh, I think anybody listening to this will already know whether we liked it or hated it. One I think it's getting a hate from me. Yeah. Oh, it's a hate from me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Definitely. I'm never going to yeah. listen to this yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a polarity rather than it's just kind of a sense of disbelief. But it it's it's definitely up there for one of the worst albums we've done yeah. on this show. Yeah. Yeah, because kind of the wor- the very mm. worst albums are always like the most bland, like nothing, mm. nothing, no song on it makes me want to put it on again. No, and there are bands albums where I'll be like, there's an occasional good yeah, song. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. There's some albums where yeah, each of the songs are crap and one or two are good, and then that's mm. fine. But I mean, yeah, there's no no redeeming features here. It's just and like dreadful. it's got the whole motive of like it's just for commercial reasons that they did this is yeah. another thing going yeah. going against it. Yeah, was that yeah. was this a drug a uh, uh, Drug money laundering scheme <laughs> in reality, yeah. but the but yeah, it is confusing though. As you say, why if he wasn't already that famous, then why they let him do it? I could see after Die Hard, they think, oh, well, Bruce Willis, big mm. name, this will sell. Drug yeah. money laundering. Yeah, the question possibly. I kept asking is, why did he do it? Why the whole well, time? I think, well, I, think the, I, I think he's deluded. I, I actually, mm, I'd, say, yeah. I'd say he probably still thinks it was great, and they've made a mistake by not. Mm. Yeah, a forgotten classic. I can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> And he probably just does films and I'll, I'll show them one day. <laughs> oh, I conquered the music scene. Yeah, yeah. And then I conquered yeah, yeah. the acting scene. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. I'd say he's deluded about it. Now I'm becoming an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on to the second part of that question. Mm. Do you think he achieved what he wanted on this I think what, he thinks he achieved what he... That's to be a double difficult. question. Yeah. 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 But um, no, I don't think anybody could um, think that he... Uh, Achieved what what he set out to achieve, mm. but I say he believes he 
achieved what he said. Achieved. That's a funny spin on this question <laughs> yeah. that we have now. Did he yeah. believe yeah. that he achieved? achieved. Yeah, I, I suspect. Yeah, I agree. I, I believe he did. he did achieve, but yeah. I don't think he... I think he maybe thought, I'm going to bring Motown Records back with yeah. this album. Yeah. And he didn't. And he Spoiler alert, guys. He brought them down for good. <laughs> <laughs> the last album on Motown. Last nail in the coffin. I wonder what was it. That'd be great if it was. The return of <laughs> the, the final nail in the coffin for Motown. The return of Motown. Uh, <laughs> not yet. Best of Motown, this album. <laughs> What are you, Martin? Do you think he achieved? Oh, he did not achieve. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd probably agree with you yeah. that he was just so deluded that he thought yeah, he achieved Yeah, I think this. he did, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. he would have stopped halfway through Somebody two or three stopped songs. Him. Somebody stopped him. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Um, really? Michael, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, no, I don't, because I, I actually haven't many... Coming up to the well, I, well, I've got, well, I'm not doing it in the fridge, but I, have, I could plug my Sunday service gig at The Stand. Of course. Very good. I've been there. Very, very, very funny. Yeah. It's a good show. They're every Sunday, so... If anybody fancies a giggle on a Sunday night, it's only a fiver in as well. Mm. Come on then. So come on down to the stand on a Sunday, yeah. Yeah, it's been going for 10 years now, so. Yeah. Mm. I really like the energy mm. of that show. It's just so different than every other. Well, it's, uh, well I'm, I'm, it's, it's kind of, I'm looking to it, well, I'm looking one way that it is a Sunday night, so you don't get people who are pissed. Yeah. Well, you might get, you get the odd idiot now and again, but by and large, people are a bit more relaxed. Yeah. And I kind of, I suppose, and the other sort of 50% is the atmosphere I create, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's, e- it's easier to create that atmosphere on a Sunday than it would be on I a Saturday. I think so, you know? yeah, Friday, you know? Saturday, you've got like a stag I mean, do yeah. that you're trying to calm down. Yeah, I mean, you don't get, make, get many stag do's in the stand, but I mean, it can, it's a bit mm. more high energy. And I mean, I, I've compared a few Fridays and Saturdays, and I mean, they're great, they're great gigs, but it, it's different kind of dynamic, kind of, because on Sundays I usually try and chat with the audience and yeah. have a bit of, not, not humiliate them, but have a bit of a banter, you know. Yeah, definitely. But if, if it's packed on a Saturday and you're just talking to somebody in the front row, people... You know, back there, I don't know what's going on, so they're kind of yeah. excluded. So it's easier when there's only seventy or eighty people there to kind of have mm-hmm. that sort of banter. You yeah, know? it's more like intimate or more connected. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun show. So um, yeah, so do come to that <laughs> if you like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and are you on Twitter, or Facebook? Where can I'm on Twitter at um, at Redmond Michael One. Mm. Yeah, and I'm on Facebook as well. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I can't, think, I can't think of anything else to plug, I'm afraid, sir. <laughs> can, can you plug any other album that you like? Um, what's, a good, what's good music to you, Mike? Well, I, I, I like Van Morrison, but don't ask me to quote an album. I'm just <laughs> the best of Van Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just hope he never tries acting. <laughs> Van, Morrison. <laughs> Van Morrison is James Bond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not at like Nakatomi yeah. Tower <laughs> crawling in the vents. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um of course we have our own little friend show. Um, live at the French if anybody That's wishes really, to what are you it. doing by the way or, or, do, you, do you want to not say at this moment or? I don't know um, we're doing two albums um, so we've got two live episodes two of the live podcast. episodes of the podcast yep. oh, right, okay. um, yeah. one with Brendan Burns oh yeah good yeah yeah, yeah. is a, an album by a wrestler whose <laughs> name real name is Ron Kellings so that's on the fifteenth or the twenty second, fifteenth, eight forty. Well, actually, yeah. he's got a, he's quite a high profile at the French, so he should get mm. should get a few punters in for that. that. Yeah. And yeah. then we've also got Aaron McGathy, mm. um, American, yeah. American, yeah. sounds <laughs> American, yeah. yeah, yeah. This feels terrible podcast. Yeah. She's on the twenty second, mm. and she's yeah. discussing David Bo- Bowie's Labyrinth soundtrack. Right, okay. Two albums that I've not prepared for. So <laughs> I look forward to listening to both. Yeah, yeah. I'll just improv it. And on that note, <laughs> yes, and on that note, <laughs> thank you very much for coming. My pleasure, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Cheers. Good luck with the fringe. Cheers.
Hmm, interesting choice is a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.